So uh, as a part of this summer, I've been leading with a different group, uh, a 12-week study around this little book called 12 Tiny Things. And every week we pick a tiny thing, we focus on it. And as we enter our digital meeting space every Wednesday night, the task of every member of this group is to write one word in the comments to describe how we're doing. During this week, the comments I noticed had a theme of sorts. I saw the words exhausted, tired, done, overextended, weary. Anyone else feeling this way? Uh, I decided to take a little survey on my Instagram, so I posted a question later in the week, and here is how it broke down. A little over 50 responses to my question had three sad, three anxious, four lonely, seven meh, 32 exhausted, tired, or drained, one hopeful, one grateful. It's an interesting breakdown, if you think about it. This week's gospel finds us with some weary disciples, and Jesus not so subtly encourages them to rest. He says, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves for a while and rest. Earlier this week, one of my colleagues, Pastor Marissa Sotos, offered this word of caution for preaching on Sunday. She said, I would be really careful about defining rest since it's so different for everyone. Her words have been ringing in my head as I wrote this week. So instead of me defining rest for you, I wanna start by having each of you define it for yourselves. You don't need to do this out loud, no panicking. It's fine, it's fine. But I want you to think about the places in your life where you felt the most rested. Just take a second. This is, as Pastor Marissa said, different for everyone. If you're like me, my first instinct is to assume that rest is anything that's not work. So anything outside of work is, is rest. But then as another friend pointed out this week, not working does not always mean rest. I can go on vacation and not come back rested. Anybody else ever done that? Yeah, that's a trip, not a vacation, by the way, but it's fine. So then what is rest? For some, rest is related to sleep taking a nap or sleeping in, or at the very least not having to set an alarm or staying in bed as long as you want. If you're like me, you find rest in nature, in trees and in walks, and in bodies of water, big or small, still or flowing. Maybe you find rest in your favorite chair with a candle lit or in a cup of tea and a good book. Maybe you find it in the garden Maybe you find it with friends. So just for a few quick seconds, think, what is rest for you? What is restful for you? Got it? Good, okay. Today's gospel is as careful as Pastor Marissa to not define what rest is. Jesus commands his disciples to rest, but doesn't give them a lot of details to go on. All we know is that it's the opposite of whatever they've been doing. Come to a deserted place, he says, and rest a while. So one thing we can conclude is that it's solitary, not where they currently are. But that leaves a lot of room for interpretation. 
which we've kind of decided for ourselves already, so we've done this step. So once we know what rest is for you, then the next question becomes, well, then why? Why do we rest? Why do you rest? Why do I rest? Is it because you are so burned out you have no other choice? Do you rest only when your body gets sick and forces you to? Do you rest because you love it? Because you have to? Because you need to? Rest is and always has been built into the very rhythm of our lives. Sabbath rest was given to us as one of the Ten Commandments, you know, God's top ten. So uh, Sabbath was built into the culture and life in a way that it just isn't now. We encourage and reward hustle and busyness. You don't see posts on Instagram or Facebook being like, best nap ever, right? I rested so well today. We see the opposite, actually. Give 110%, rise and grind, reach for the stars, right? For anybody of you who follow me on Instagram, you see I posted new takes on these very phrases this week. Response to give 110% was that's literally impossible, which my math husband appreciated. To rise and grind, the response is rise, wake up slowly, make a good breakfast, do some reading or writing, go outside and ease into your day. It's a little different. Jesus commands rest in today's gospel because we need it. And we need it because it is a gift from God. And I also think we need it because we have fully bought into the belief that rest is something we earn. It's something we get after we work a certain amount or at a certain intensity level. But if rest is a commandment, if it's been built into the way things are supposed to go, then why do we struggle so much with taking it? Why do we let ourselves get to the point we're at? Weary, exhausted, tired, drained, burned out, etc. I think this gospel lesson is particularly meaningful right now in this time and place. Right as we're filling our calendars back up with gatherings and travel and activities, we're just jumping right back into our normal life where we hustle and grind and burn out and crash. The bad news and good news, I think, in this is that there is no normal to get back to. There is only what is now. And yet I want to challenge and encourage us to recognize that we cannot move forward out of this pandemic without taking some time to acknowledge how hard the past 18 months has been for everyone. Now, we can surely try to move forward without acknowledging it all. Yes, we're back in it, here we go, full speed ahead. But that tends to backfire on us in some pretty big ways. This week, one of my friends said, I know everyone's been through a lot. I just need someone to see my specific a lot. I think that's what Jesus does in today's gospel. He speaks to the specific rest the people he knows best need. And for the first time in the gospels, Jesus is not the one taking rest. We're so used to this 
rest coming from the example of Jesus, right? We see it a lot in the Gospel of Luke, but in all four Gospels, we see Jesus just disappear, go off by himself, rest, pray, and be alone, right? He, he just likes to peace out whenever he needs it, and then he'll come back eventually, or they'll find him somewhere by himself. But this story in Mark is different. Jesus tells his disciples they need rest. This is not about Jesus. In the Greek Bible, that word is an imperative. Come away to a deserted place. That means it's not a suggestion or an encouragement, but a command. Now notice here Jesus and say, rise and grind, buddies. Get back at it. Time to reach for the stars. No, he says, I see you. It looks like you need a rest. The disciples were coming and going, our scripture says, and they had no leisure to even eat. Does this sound familiar? As Katie said, it feels like we just jumped straight back into activities. We went from zero to 60 in terms of gatherings and activity. My daughter played softball this spring, and one week we had double headers on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then a tournament on the weekend, which means by the end of the weekend, we'd played nine games in six days. Zero to 60, y'all. I remember conversations with friends during the pandemic saying things like, I really like this slower pace. Now, I know Julia did not agree with that, <laughs> and neither did Katie, honestly. <laughs> I had friends say, I'm not, I'm not gonna go back. I'm not going back to the way we were running around like we, were, like we used to, I'm not, I'm not doing it. And yet here we are. I think there is an eagerness and a want to jump back into life the way it was. And I get it. I'm a hugger. I love socializing with my friends. I like going out to dinner. And these are the things I've filled my calendar with lately, in between softball, of course. <laughs> and while that brings me a lot of joy, I'm not sure that's what brings me rest. Jesus sees his disciples are tired, and he commands them to rest because he knows they're not going to do it on their own. I feel, I feel this. <laughs> they're not even taking time to eat. And I think the same is true for us. We don't do this on our own. We will go and go and go and go. We too need rest. Life requires rest, not because one is because of the other, but they go together as a part of a cycle of rest and living and rest and living that was a part of the very creation of the world. Rest is a part of you. It is built into you. When Jesus sees the disciples are tired, he really sees them. He sees their specific a lot. I see you're tired, he says, come away and rest. I believe this morning this is what God is saying to us too. God looks at you and says, I see you. You've been through a lot, and I see your particular a lot, and you need rest. I see you've been through some stuff, and you survived that stuff, but it is not without a cost. 
Moving forward as fast as possible is not the answer. Rise and grind and giving 110% also not the answer. Rest. Come away and rest. And maybe my favorite small detail from this gospel story, Jesus sends the disciples away to rest, and then all these people still need them a lot. They get followed. It's a good reminder that even when you rest, the people around you are still going to need you, right? Like, I can't stop parenting just because I need a break. I mean, I can't. Sometimes I do. It's fine. But it's a reminder, I think, that this, this part of the story, that Jesus sends them off, people find them anyway, and Jesus is like, you go do that, I've got this. Jesus sends them to rest, and he continues the healing and teaching by himself. It's a reminder for us that while we're important in the kingdom of God, we're not that important in the kingdom of God. The work will get done. The work will get done. You aren't God. You know how much I like reminding people that. And God also needs rest. We know this about Jesus. But while we rest, God will continue to do the work of the kingdom of God in the world. And I find this to be a huge relief. My rest matters to God as much as any work I do. Your rest matters to God as much as any work you do. So today I invite you into some rest. Think back real quick to whatever you wrote down or made a mental note of earlier, the place where you find rest that is unique to you, the thing that makes you feel the most rested. And I wonder if you can find time for that today, to really rest today, maybe tomorrow, maybe this week. Build it back in. I think it's funny we call it taking rest because I, I do think it requires us to take the time back from a culture that tries to hoard it for itself. So take it back. Come away and rest, Jesus says. I want to end with a blessing by Pastor Maida Carlson called For Rest. And as Paul comes up to sing his song, I hope you can find a moment during this song to find some rest in this space and in this place so that you can bring it with you into the world, into a world that tells you that you need to do more and be more. So if you hear nothing else this morning, hear me say you are enough. I see you. You deserve rest. So here it is, a blessing for rest. The world hustles and benefits from a cruel lie. Idleness must be earned. It is reserved for the privileged who have achieved some success, a reward only after everything has been given or taken, but our bodies and souls know better. They remember the seventh day of creation, the generation of rest, the rhythm of a holy pause before there could be more living. When we rest, we call out the lie for the sake of those fooled into thinking they are too powerful to rest, for the sake of those who are unsafe when they pause for peace. When we rest, we can remember it is not reward, but an essential beat. 
For in our stopping, we witness what God is doing inside and way beyond us. Amen. So I don't know how you're feeling today. Maybe you're feeling just fine. Maybe you're feeling well rested and like the sermon was just straight over. It's fine. It's fine if that's you, but there's going to be a day where you're going to need to be reminded that you are enough. God sees you and you can rest. So if that's you today, hear those words. And if that's not you today, hold them close for when you need them because you know you're going to need them. So with that, take this reminder that you can rest out with you into the world as we go in peace to love and serve the Lord.